Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode um, right here on the Preach Network. If you hear some popping going off in the background, some loud explosions, don't worry yourself. I'm fine. It is just the 4th of July. Happy 4th of July out there to everybody in podcast land. I just want to let you know this is going to be another one of our shorter uh, episodes, another one of the triple features, uh, although we're actually going to skip over the preachcast. So it's going to be a double feature uh, this evening. You're going to have the Switch It Up show, our Nintendo's uh, Switch-based show, review show, I should say. We're going to be covering Pode the game, really, really fun, like a little bit of multiplayer game. Had a great time with it. And we're also going to be doing uh, Tales from the Crib, the gateway horror show. We will not, however, be doing the Preachcast, which is kind of just like our general entertainment, fun, anything we appreciate uh, show. Because as you may or may not know, Mr. Seth Drav, my wonderful co-host, is still suffering from his concussion. And our next episode is going to be episode one. Hundred, uh, which is a big milestone for any podcast. Him and I have been doing this podcast for a few years, and you know, I just didn't think it would be right to do uh, that show again until he is back, uh, because I don't want to do such a monumental episode without him by my side. So, as soon as he's feeling a little bit better, we're gonna go ahead uh, and record episode number one hundred, and we will try to think up something like super fun for you guys. Uh, you may or may not have uh, been listening to the show when we did Tom versus Tom, where. I made the case for Tom Cruise versus Tom Hanks, and I think I won by a hair. I'm not sure. We used the IMDb like average of his films in order to determine a winner. But I had a lot of fun with that. So we'll think of we'll try to think of some theme or or something for that episode. That way you guys have a little bit of something to look forward to. But anyway, speaking of things to look forward to, uh, up next is going to be our Switch show, the Switch It Up show. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please go ahead and reach out to us over on Twitter at Switch It Up Show, at Preachcast, at Tales from the Crib, and of course at Basic Boy Gaming for Mr. Seth Trapp himself. Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, the Switch It Up Show. You know, no matter how many weeks go by, ladies and gentlemen, I never, ever, ever am going to get sick of that music. Thank you once again for tuning into the Switch It Up show. My name is Glenn, and I will be your host as we talk about the wonderful system that we love oh so near and dear to our hearts, and that is, of course, the Nintendo Switch. Now, typically in the Switch It Up show, we have a segment where we cover news, where we cover different like topics that are going on. We hate all the new releases, which is actually a big monumental undertaking because every single week week on the uh, Nintendo Switch eShop, we're just blessed with releases and releases and releases. Uh, and of course, we always have a review segment. And since this is a little bit of a shortened show, uh, I've got a couple shows to get through on my own this evening. We're going to go ahead and just stick with the review um, because I tend to ramble on with that, reflect on the times that I had with the game, uh, and I don't want to take up all of your time. So let's go ahead, jump right on into the review for Pode. But before we do, let's listen to this music for just a few more seconds and we'll come right back with the trailer for Pode.
So ladies and gentlemen, I was going to go ahead and play you some of the trailer for Pode. However, one of the big things with Pode is that there's actually no real dialogue in the game. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and play the music from the trailer in the background as I hit you with this synopsis and jump right into my review. Uh, I think it'll go well, give you a little bit of an idea of the ambiance, if you will, of the actual game itself. So as I record this here on this wonderful Independence Day, Pode is on sale on the Nintendo eShop for the price of $24.99. Uh, and of course, you're eligible for 125 uh, gold coins when you buy that. It's a great way to be able to save a little bit of money uh, off of anything that you get in the eShop. But let me go ahead and hit you with a little bit of the synopsis here. It's a very short one. Pode is a co-op puzzle exploration game about a rock and a fallen star working together to solve ancient puzzles in a stunning, stunning environment inspired by Norwegian art and culture. Uh, it was released on June 21st of this year and has um, features up to two players at the same time. You can, of course, play this single player as well, and it is categorized as a puzzle slash adventure game. Uh, it is very much, you know, that I feel like that description is spot on. And in this game, they really kind of give it to you all right there in the description. It is um, a two-player kind of co-op game where you are working together, hopefully, uh, with somebody. Because uh, you can you can play this game solo, but it's a lot better with somebody else. Uh, and one person plays this rock, and another plays a fallen star. And you have to try to be able to get the star back up into the sky. If you've played... Um, if you played snipper clips it's almost like that but if snipper clips had like more of like i don't know i don't want to say like a heart to it but you know there's nothing like emotionally at stake in snipper clips you're just two people working well two objects in that game working together to get through each stage and in pode it's kind of like that although the stages aren't really stages so much as they are um like like a world uh some levels look like you're going through a lush forest other ones look like you're deep inside a temple um each level has its own um like a little bit of a feeling to it some look like you're going through like a cavern and the graphics in this game are just so bright uh, and vibrant. Uh, even though that it, it is you're working your way through like one room or one section at a time, the way that it all ties together is just really, really good. It makes you feel like you're playing like one big overall, like overarching world. Um, and I really love the mechanic of being able to like work together with another with another person, but you can also switch uh, these people at any <laughs> switch pun intended uh, switch between them at any given time. Whether you want to do the rock or the star, I believe you hit X and you can just flip over and play the other one. So if you don't have anyone to play co-op with, you can do this by yourself. And one thing that's cool uh, is that as soon as you hit that button, you're automatically controlling the other one right away. Uh, so you can definitely kind of either you know have two people playing together at real time and kind of talk it through or if you kind of want to set yourself up uh, you can definitely get through it um, get through a lot of the game if not the whole game itself um, you know just by yourself which is how I played the game although I feel like this game would probably be way more fun if you have an opportunity to play it with somebody not to mention that the story itself is the journey of two 
I guess I'll say people, they're not really people, it's a rock and a star, but you know, two beings working together to be able to solve these puzzles. And as you start the game, it really kind of, it holds your hand in a little bit, but not in like a, like a bad way. It walks you through the controls and as you progress throughout each level or each room, it gets a little bit more difficult as you go on. Uh, and you really have to kind of rely on each other or on the two characters in order to get most things done. You can't do everything with just one, you really need both of them uh, together. And the music, of course, you're listening to right now, um, I think it is awesome. It sets the scene really well, and the graphics are so bright and vibrant. Uh, this game is a very, very, very nice looking, you know, but it's not all, you know, it's not all window dressing. The game itself is really, really fun. Um, I feel like co-op games like this are some of the Switch's strongest, like, strongest points, and that's really like how they sell the switch, you know, like being able to just detach the joy cons and be able to just jump in and start playing with somebody. And I feel like this game like really helps and you don't have to be like a genius uh, in order to, um, to solve some of these as the game goes on, the puzzles do get more and more difficult and towards some of the, you know, the ends of some of the worlds, it does get, it, it does get pretty hard. You, you do, you do kind of feel like, you know, you really need to scratch your head now and then, but what I'm saying is that the game itself, like because of its art style, because of the graphics, like it makes you want to play it. It doesn't punish you for you know making a mistake. Um, it's one of the the cool things. If you if you miss a jump or something like that, um, it, you you just spawn back up and you're back over there on like the left side of the screen and you can go ahead and you can try again. You know, there's no, you know, it's not like you're gonna it's not like you're gonna fail. You know, you will get there eventually. Um, which is which is awesome. There's no enemies that you have to really watch out for. It's just um, mostly puzzle solving, platforming, um, jumping, uh, and kind of working together. Uh, if you and these games, what's awesome about this is not only can like I said, can you play this single, can you play this single player, but being able to have somebody else has got to be just like a huge advantage in terms of like how you think about the level. Um, you know, when you're when you're playing a game like this and you look at it and it's just you, you know, you know, we all process some like, you know, we all tackle a problem differently. So being able to have somebody else's perspective in terms of like how to get through a level or what puzzle things you might need to solve or, all right, you know, maybe we look at it this way before we go through and like, how do I get up on that platform? How do I make that jump? Like what powers can we work together uh, in order to in order to do it like this game? really, I'm sure, shines a lot better if you have, um, you know, a second person to play with. I myself didn't have a chance um, to play it with another person, so I really feel like I probably missed out on, like, a lot of it. And yeah, I definitely got a sense of completion as I played the game, like, myself. Um, I still, I still had fun with it, but, you know, like, there's just, there's just more there when you're playing it, you know, with someone else, I would feel like. Um, This game, like I said, like the music is awesome. The controls I feel like are spot on. I never felt like anything was, you know, was super, was super off. Um, it lo- It took a little while for it to to load on some of the parts for me, but nothing was like painstaking or anything like that. Um, like I really don't have any any complaints uh, about this game like whatsoever. Uh, I love that it doesn't. It's meant for two players, but it doesn't have to be two players. You know, because you don't you don't always have that option. Um, so being able to to do that, I feel like is like a huge a huge positive. Um, that being said, the game is twenty four dollars. 99 cents on the Nintendo eShop. I would definitely recommend that you check this out. Now that price to me, like I don't think that's um I don't think that's bad. But 
listen to uh, listen to how I'm going to tackle this. Um, I think twenty four ninety nine for a multiplayer experience. Like if you have somebody and you're like, yes, we're gonna play this together. Totally, totally, totally worth it. I would definitely, I would definitely pick it up. Um, but for like one person, like I think you can have a lot of fun with this game. I had a lot of fun with this game. That being said, I would have more fun if I played this with another person. Um, like I just, I just would. We would have like a greater sense of accomplishment, and it would feel more like a team. The game itself is a team. Um, like you know, you have the rock and the star. They're working together to achieve a common goal. Uh, so I feel like I want to replicate that, especially since it's a multiplayer game. Um, but um, that being said, single player, I feel like it's still, it's still. It's still worth it, but like, man, like if you pick it up, like, please um, go out there and try to find uh, someone else uh, to play the game with, because I think you will have a better time to it. Um, I think part of the reason I also really enjoyed this game and this story uh, was because it reminded me a little bit of kind of Wally. Uh, Wally's like my favorite Pixar movie, and of course you have like um, you have Wally himself and you have Eve, and they're you know kind of. I guess it's, it's a little bit of a romance, but they're working together in that, uh, and they do it, you know, and they do most of that without words. It's almost no dialogue in that, and just like there's no dialogue in this. Uh, so, like, I don't know. I feel like the bond is almost stronger, you know. Um, I don't know. Uh, but Pode, great game, a lot of fun, awesome ambiance, great graphics, um, just you know, a lot of a lot a lot of fun. Um, I w- I'm gonna go ahead and give this a four. Um, if you're playing this with another person, I feel like you can give it a 4.5 or maybe even higher uh, if you were playing through like the whole thing. This game is a lot of fun. If you're a fan of the like you know multiplayer cooperative games, um, like if you've played Snipper Clips and you want something else, and maybe like Overcooked just is just like too like crazy and intense for you because um, like I, I like Overcooked. Uh, we reviewed it on this show. It is a fun game, but man, sometimes you feel like you were just gonna like you need a break. You you need to play a different game to relax after playing that one. Uh, and I like that game. Uh, but uh, like that, that was another thing. Like the ambiance in this game is just I don't know. You feel like every, everything's gonna be okay. You know when you when you play this game. Um, you know there's no there's no rush to get anything done. Like you'll get there. Uh, and I like that because of that. I feel like the game is just fun and easy to pick up. Um, it's a for me like as a single as a single player game. I think this is a four. Uh, but above uh, with multiplayer, I'm gonna go ahead and say it's a like a, it's got to be at least a four point five. It's got to be because I had too much fun by myself. Uh, and being able to play this with somebody else is gonna even elevate it even more uh that is pode it is 24.99 on the nintendo eShop. please go out check it out let us know what you think over on twitter at the switch it up show thank you once again ladies and gentlemen for tuning in and as always if things ever get boring you can always switch it up
ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Tales from the Crypt. My name is Glenn, and I will be your host as together we explore the wonderful world that is a gateway horror. Uh, I know in the past, in the last few weeks, on these triple shows, I've been giving you a little bit of a segmented, a smaller, a shrunken down version of the crib that you crave so dearly. However, this week is a return to form, a return to greatness. We are rising from the crypt uh, this week, and I'm going to be bringing you a full episode. But before we go ahead and dive on into that, let's enjoy just a few more moments of these wonderful tones before we go right into the buzz. And that sound, of course, means that it is time for The Buzz. The Buzz is our weekly horror news segment where I like to choose a topic, something that is going on in the wonderful world of the horror community uh, that we care about so deeply, and kind of just discuss it, just kind of pre-associate with what's going on. And also, you know, I do a little bit of research. I try to provide you with some information that will hopefully prove to be helpful here in The Buzz. Uh, And this week... Right now, as I'm recording this, it is July the 10th. The the original idea was to have this out um, last Friday. However, due to some technical difficulties and some late uh, Amazon shipments, I didn't have my full recording studio back up and running. But we do today. Glad to be here. And Friday the 13th just a few days away now actually marks the return of our you know of our great horror host joe bob briggs bringing back monster vision over on shutter uh if you're not familiar with shutter and i feel like everybody out there in podcast slash horror land is shutter is amc's streaming uh platform where they have uh, a large variety of horror movies series shows some documentaries on there they actually have a couple channels where you can watch horror movies like you would back in the day when it was on television all types of great things that you can sign up for and they are bringing back joe bob briggs uh for 24 hours starting friday the 13th at 9 p.m eastern standard time and he's going to be hosting and you know screening films just like it was like you know in the late in the very late 80s mid 90s which I think is awesome I cannot be more excited to check this out I always use to stay up super late to watch Joe Bob Briggs to watch Monster Vision 
I really thought it was interesting kind of like how they would try to it was probably really some of my first exposure to a lot of the a lot of those movies uh, because at the time I was probably like a, a either very young teenager or maybe even a little bit um you know a little bit younger than that uh, when I saw them and you know just by watching them you could tell that these movies at the time were rated R but you're watching it and it used to be on TNT so they would definitely kind of like you know tone it down um like a good amount and it would always be interesting to like see a movie on there and then years later pick it up watch it somewhere else and be like oh so this is what this really is you know um but i loved um i loved monster vision i thought it was a lot of fun and uh they've actually announced a few of the movies uh that are going to be on this friday so if you don't want to hear um what the movies that are on this friday um are is uh, then go ahead and skip forward a few seconds. Uh, but uh, so the movie starts at uh, the marathon starts at nine o'clock. So I'm not quite sure how they're going to do it. I know they're going to have segments in between and things like that. Um, I don't know if they're going to have commercials at all. That would be kind of cool if they did. If they did it in like a retro way, um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, but first movie, or at least three movies that are announced. Um, well, let's just do two for the uh, July the 13th. Um, the first one is, you know what? No, no, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to spoil it. If, all I want to say is if you go over uh, on the internet and you search for Joe Bob Briggs 24-hour marathon, you will find a very reputable horror website that does all types of reviews and, uh, you know, horror news. They've been around for a very long time. Um, they have a uh, two-letter abbreviation that you usually see that's posted places uh, and they there have a couple of the movies because I don't want to spoil it for anybody who's purposely trying not to you know not to find out what's going on so uh, all I'm saying is that it is there uh, it looks like the movie starts at n uh, the, the series uh, starts at nine o'clock I think they might be able to squeeze in a third movie before midnight so i'm trying to figure out if there's going to be a surprise or if i've just ruined it for myself i didn't mean to uh find out but it happened to be on here for the details um so uh, what's cool is that you will actually be able to go back uh you know if you're a shutter subscriber and start the marathon from the beginning so if you want to wait you know if you can't start it right away later on you will be able to do so uh you know and i think that is a lot of fun and that of course, it's available only on Shutter, Friday the 13th, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please check it out. Let's watch it together. I'm going to be tweeting during it. It's going to be a great time. We have such sights to show you. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we are on to the next segment, which is I Scream, You Scream, a segment where we like to talk about some of the movies, ooh, I'm smashing my microphone right there, some of the movies that are available to stream on different streaming services, and this week is not unlike any other. Uh, we are sticking with Amazon, and there are a couple of films, uh, or series, that I wanted to talk about. The first one is actually going to be True Blood. Um... True Blood is was uh, this series on HBO. It ran from 2008 to 2014, so it's actually only been off the air for a few years. I feel like it was on for a long time, and I guess when you think about it, six years, that's a pretty good amount of time for a TV show. Uh, it is about telepathic waitress Sookie Stackhouse encounters a strange new supernatural world when she meets the mysterious Bill, a southern Louisiana gentleman, and... 
Vampire. Uh, I actually did not watch True Blood when it was on. Uh, I don't think I had HBO at the time. Uh, luckily, I have this bundle that I'm praying that Comcast doesn't get rid of because uh, I uh, get a good internet speed and I have HBO, but I feel like it's only a matter of time. Uh, but if you want to be able to watch True Blood and you didn't have HBO and you don't have HBO, you can actually watch it on Amazon Prime. You don't need to have a subscription to HBO Go in order to watch it. So I thought it was worth bringing uh, bringing up. Uh, they have every season, so now is the time, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Next up is going to be a movie that I feel like I talked about um, over on um, Shop Smart. Uh, a couple weeks back, and I feel like I talk about it a lot, so from here on out, I'm going to try not to talk about it so much, unless there's some type of like crazy um, thing going on with it, like any type of news or anything like that, um, but it is going to be Chopping Mall, which is available, of course, streaming on Amazon. Eight teenagers are trapped after hours in a high-tech shopping mall and pursued by three murderous security robots out of control. Um, I think Chopping Mall is a lot of fun. Uh, it's a different type of movie, and it's got that whole like stuck-in-a-mall um, you know, thing going on i like movies that take place in a mall uh, i feel like i spent a lot of my uh, teenage years in the mall the mall was the place to go to i don't know if it's still like the case uh be interested to see if like that's still considered cool hanging out at the mall but that's what you know i did and my friends did when we were teenagers so the idea of being stuck at a mall i guess it hits me with a little bit of like double nostalgia one because this is a movie that was filmed in 1986 and it is super 80s and two because i like you know i like grew up in the mall so um i really had a lot of fun with this the soundtrack is really cool as well uh and if you are really in love with chopping mall go ahead and go uh grab the vestron video um release of this so you can get all the special features it is super cool and then lastly is going to be The Burbs, directed by Joe Dante, and of course starring Tom Hanks. An overstressed suburbanite and his fellow neighbors are convinced that the family on the, the new family on the block uh, are a murderous pack of satanic cult members. Uh, this is a like classic horror comedy. Um, super, super well. Um, like pe- pe- this is like this is a this is a cult classic. Like people like love this movie. Uh, even um, just in terms of being like a fun comedy, uh, Tom Hanks movie. I always run into people that seem to love the Burbs. Uh, it was one of those movies I feel like was on cable all the time, like in the '90s. Uh, and uh, you know, it's great. It's got a, almost about a seven on IMDb. Um, the Burbs with Tom Hanks. Awesome, awesome thing to turn on if you're just in the mood to watch sit back and like watch like a fun movie and that is going to wrap it up for ice cream Muse stream but we have more movies of course to talk about in our next segment which is of course shop smart catch my breath there for a minute shop smart is the segment where we talk about movies that are available to purchase uh usually on amazon because you know we just can't wait we're super impatient as horror fans they're gonna have everything right away and prime shipping does that i really gotta reach out to these guys for a sponsorship i just i have to i have to do it um so three movies uh that we're going to be talking about but before we go ahead and talk about that uh shop smart is brought to you in part in part by Arrow Video. And on the 17th of July, just a few short days after the Shutter Marathon, they are releasing uh, on Blu-ray Doom Asylum. And this actually stars one of the actresses, uh, lead actresses uh, from um, Sex in the City. Now, I did see a little bit of Sex in the City, and it was it was pretty funny, uh, but I didn't watch like the whole show or anything like that. But I did see a few episodes there, and every once in a while, it was pretty clever. Maybe one day I will go back 
can watch it. But we're not here to talk about Sex and the City. We are here to talk about Doom Asylum. So let me hit you with a little bit of the synopsis. They actually have, like, mentioned uh, the actress by name, Kristen Davis, as being in Sex and the City for, like, the first three lines of the uh, uh, of the synopsis. So uh, let me go ahead and... Uh, rattle this off for you when a group of teens winds up on the grounds of a creepy abandoned asylum they think they found the perfect place to party but little do they know that inside the building's crumbling walls lurks a freakishly deformed maniac driven to madness by the tragic loss of his fiance in a car accident with an array of grisly surgical tools at its at his disposal it's only a matter of time before the youngsters begin meeting various splattery ends at the hands of the ghoulish coroner helmed by the director richard friedman of scared stiff and Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge, also uh, starring, um, we'll skip that part, uh, Doom Asylum uh, combines outlandish gore and a wisecracking villain to create a wildly entertaining blood-spattered slasher of the 1980s. Bonus features include archival interviews with Alexander uh, W. Corrigan, uh, director Richard Freeman, and production manager Bill Tascal, Morgs and Mayhem, a brand new interview with special makeup effects creator Vince J. Gustani, Movie Madhouse, a brand new interview with the director of photography, Larry Ravine, and uh, Tina's Terror, a brand new interview with actress Ruth Collins. Uh, There's also a brand new audio commentary, uh, brand new um, with both the screenwriter and also uh, with a group called Hysteria Continues. Uh, There are optional English subtitles, which is kind of cool. it's, of course, uh, a brand new 2K restoration. There is a still ga- uh, gallery, um, new uh, commissioned artwork, and the first pressing only has a fully illustrated collector's booklet featuring new writing by Amanda Rise. Um, do not underestimate the Arrow booklet. Uh, it, they really like ended up making that presentation super nice. They always have, always have this like really cool um, like hard slipcover cover. It just like feels great. Um, just like really, really quality. Uh, and then to have like the book in there and the Blu-ray, it just makes like a nice, like a nice presentation. In the in the time where I feel like so many companies are like skimping out on packaging, like a lot. I hate nothing drives me crazier than when you open up a Blu-ray and you see that like recycle logo like cut out of the plastic. And like I get it, like I'm all about recycling. I go out of my way to recycle, but. Like, come on, I'm buying the Blu-ray. It's sitting on my shelf, hopefully, like, you know, until the end of time or until the end of my time. And, like, I, 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 just, want it, I just want it to be nice, you know? I just, want, I just want it to be nice. Like, give me that attention to detail. You can give me a full Blu-ray case, you know? Like, the Earth will survive. Uh, we'll all survive. Take that. That should be, that should be something you, you, you take with you throughout the day. No matter how crazy everything gets, you know, like, we'll, we'll all be okay. We'll all make it there. Uh, and let me tell you, Doom Asylum... Arrow video. Um, it's $27.99, available on the 17th of this July. Uh, I feel like it's definitely worth checking out. Go watch the trailer uh, and see what it's all about. See if it's up your aisle. Uh, but speaking of things that are up your aisle, let's talk about a few of the movies that are featured in this week's Shop Smart. And we're going to lead it off, I feel like, with probably, um, I don't know, one of, my, one of the ones I've seen most recently. And that's going to be Better Watch Out. Better Watch Out is $9.99. And it is like a horror movie meets home alone um meets like the strangers um it is this uh it's a story of this kid who's a little bit older i think he's like 13 or 14 and he still has a babysitter and his babysitter is like 17 years old so of course he has a crush on her uh and 
you know, she's, uh, she's there watching him, and all of a sudden, there seems to be, like, this home invasion that's going on, but uh, as time goes by, she starts to think that maybe something else is happening, uh, and um, it goes kind of crazy from there, but man, this movie is a lot of fun. It gets a little bit dark towards uh, the end, a little darker than I, not, not, like, super crazy or anything like that, but, like, the movie is so lighthearted for, like, a good first half of it if not a little bit more than that that when it does hit that tonal shift it hits a little harder than i would want it to you know uh but this movie is still a lot of fun if you're looking for a new christmas horror movie to watch better watch out you, you really can't do like a better job than this movie it's it's i feel like it's a must watch and i think part of me the part of me that likes it so much uh is that like at least the part uh that makes me like it so much is that for the first like you know 45 minutes like it does this like really cool dance of like you know what's going on do you think like you know everything here is real like you know it, it plants like a little bit of doubt in your mind and it's just a fun movie to watch even for people who may not necessarily be fans of the genre and i'm like yes this pulls people in this is a great example of gateway horror and then you know when the surprise happens it kind of hits it like pretty it hits it okay at the beginning, but then later on, as time goes by, it gets a little more intense and more intense, and I'm like, uh, you know, for as lighthearted as the beginning of this was, I just feel like they went a little too much, uh, but it's nothing like, you know, it's nothing crazy or anything like that, but still fun, totally think you should go check this out for $9.99, this is a must-buy. Next up is going to be The Babadook. The Babadook is $7.88, and it is about this book called The Babadook. Uh, and the star of the book is Mr. Babadook himself, and it is about this creature uh, that is out to come and get you. Uh, and if you have the book and you read it, the creature comes after you. Um, the move, the, I saw the movie um, when I was in Europe, actually, and like let me tell you, this was a theater experience. I think it holds up well at home as well. A lot of people do not like the ending. I don't want to ruin the ending for anybody uh, who's out there. Uh, but personally, I think the ending fits the theme that, like, you know, it's a children's book really well. I think it ties uh, together, like, great. I actually have, a like, a physical copy of the Babadook book. Uh, I really like it. I have it framed on my wall. Um, the movie, I think, is, is really great. Uh, it's got some super intense moments. The monster is scary. I think the acting is on point. Some people find that the kid is a little annoying, but, like, you know, I feel like that's part of it. I like the movie. I, um, I like the characters. Uh, I feel like this is, um, you know, this is a movie that people are going to be talking about for a while. And for $7.98, you can talk about it, uh, you know, at home. And then lastly, we're going to round it out um, with Candyman. Candyman is a movie that I feel like uh, a lot of people, when they think of, like, horror slashers, everybody thinks Freddy, everybody thinks Jason, everybody thinks Michael Myers, but nobody thinks, you know, uh, Tony Todd and Candyman. Candyman is a great uh, kind of modern retelling uh, in a way of um, like Bloody Mary, at least how you summon Candyman, like going into the, the bathroom and looking in the mirror and saying Candyman five times until he appears and comes after you with his creepy like hook hand. Uh, the movie is um, definitely suspenseful. It is scary. The score by Philip Glass is awesome. And Tony Todd does a great job. This is in a weird place for Blu-ray as it is a region-free import 
um, it is $11.76, and you are getting the bare bones, um, you know, edition. There is nothing here. Um, hopefully somebody rescues this thing and actually does like a great version of it. I would love to see, you know, our good friends over at Arrow Video really, you know, give this, you know, like the, the, the love and, that it deserves because I feel like there's a huge following behind this movie and for good reason. And that's Candyman for $11.76 over on Amazon. And now we're going to go ahead and run right into the main presentation. And now for our feature presentation. Place your bets, place your bets. Now accepting wages for Kyle Baxter. Virtual reality god. Shoot! If offered defeated. Kyle Baxter, you are the winner of the Evolver Home Contest. You did? Wow. It looks like you won. Hello, I am Evolver. Need another player or something. Okay, this is too intense. Evolver, ready to play. Each time Evolver is defeated, he evolves up to the next level. Bullseye. <laughs> Evolver hates to lose. Infiltrate, attack. Need more power. Where he gets smarter, quicker, and harder to beat now. Hey, Evolver, what sword? Strategic war-oriented robotic device. This thing is destroying my house. Interesting design glitch. Advancing to the next level. I think there's something wrong with Evolver. Let's play! This toy acts like it's playing for keeps. I don't think you get how dangerous this thing can be. Come on. Kyle, we cannot beat this thing. Need more power. I think it wants to kill you. And that, of course, is the trailer for the, we'll say, 90s television classic Evolver. Now, what's interesting about Evolver is that it actually was rated. It's rated R. Uh, however, the first time I saw this movie, I saw it, I feel like, either on, like, up all night on USA or very quite possibly uh, Monster Vision with Joe Bob Briggs over on TNT. And Evolver is this really weird, fun movie uh, starring Ethan Embry of Empire Records and even The Walking Dead fame. Uh, and basically what happens is Evolver is this like, is this, I guess, um, I guess he is a robot in a virtual reality game. And Ethan Embry spends all of his spare time at the arcade playing uh, Evolver. And every single time that you, it's basically a first person shooter where you have to go through um, like this, like really crazy 90s VR environment, like, like really funky patterns, bright colors, and uh like this like very early 3d rendered world uh and you have to go through and stalk evolver and you have to shoot him with like your laser gun and if you do enough damage points to him you go to the next level where you do it again nobody has ever beaten evolver on level four and um you know you go through and you try to 
get him. And every single time you kill Evolver, he moves up another level. He evolves and learns from his, like, you know, past experiences and gets better and better and harder to kill. Um, <laughs> um, Ethan Embry ends up um, doing super well in a, uh, you know, in a competition and but not quite as well as uh, he needed to do to win. So he uses his 90s hacker skills because, you know, back then it seemed like every movie portrayed kids as being able to, like, hack with computers. Like, he had Blank Check, where he basically commits bank forgery uh, and gives himself a million dollars at the age of 10. Uh, you have Evolver, where he hacks into the mainframe. Uh, and then you also have um, Terminator 2, uh, where the main kid at that can, like, hack into ATMs and stuff like that crazy i don't know what they thought we were capable of um back then but it certainly wasn't i wasn't forging million dollar checks because i would have done definitely would have done that by now um but evolver uh he he hacks in changes the changes the scores wins the contest and the winner of the contest actually gets a physical evolver to play with at home like a toy like a robot that plays laser tag with you but as like they start to play uh you know, Evolver kind of like goes haywire uh, because apparently he's not actually just a toy. He's also a military weapon. Uh, and the contest is really just an idea uh, to see how Evolver responds with like other people, you know, and how like how aggressive he is. Uh, it's like uh, working on his programming and his programming becomes haywire and Evolver decides that he's going to go after people, you know, because he has to he has to hunt down and terminate them. So it's like. Uh, Evolver has a touch of the Terminator to him. Um, it's um, it's 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 super cheesy, it, it, but it, man, is it a lot of fun for it's like a '90s like television movie. Uh, I love seeing like how Evolver is like going after these people. I don't know how he like tracks people down. He, he goes to like some kid's school to get him. He's he's traversing the neighborhood. Like I don't know, I don't understand like how how this happens, but I think it's I think it's funny. Um, the movie is not that. Um, you know it's really not that gory um there is some language in it but aside from that like if like it's crazy that this movie got rated r um i i don't believe there's any like um any like nudity or, or anything like that i just watched it the other day um so it must be just for violence and the fact that there's kids um in it uh but uh and like you know it involves video games and stuff like that as well and video games are you know are for the most part marketed towards children so that probably like that probably factored into when it got rated as well but i first saw it on television i've only known it as a television movie it is available on dvd it is not on blu-ray i would die of happiness if somebody um picked up the rights to this and did like a crazy collector's edition blu-ray because i think it would be a ton of fun you can watch this movie it is available over on um youtube you can uh rent it there for a dollar 99 cents but if you in all honesty if you search evolver on youtube you will find the whole thing on there it's like the second like result so um i, I do think that you know if you want to watch it you've never seen it before you should definitely throw up the two dollars watch it uh because like you know hopefully i don't know who knows maybe the people out there if they see people renting this movie um they will decide that they're gonna um you know do a new release of it because i feel like it should be on blu-ray Nothing's worse than when a movie that you really like is only on DVD, especially in the world of, you know, special features that we are spoiled with by all these awesome companies now. So hopefully one day we'll have Evolver. If you have seen Evolver, um, by all means, please reach out to me. Tell me what you think over on Twitter at from the cribbed from the C-R-I-B-B-E-D uh, dot com and let me know if you're going to be checking out Joe Bob Briggs as he makes his return uh, to hosting Monster Vision over on Shudder this weekend Friday the 13th 
Um, again, reach out to me over on Twitter and let's talk all about it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for tuning in to yet another episode of Tales from the Crib. Prepare to deflect the engine for light speed commutation.